Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so grateful you're here with us, thankful to be your host. Check out our other videos. Not videos, podcast. I do have New Life of Albany <laughs> YouTube channel. You can check out the videos too. But anyhow, we're thankful you're here at Biblical Archaeology Today with Steve Waldron. We're looking today at Yehud coinage. And this is basically Judah coinage. And it comes from a few different periods. So let's take a look. It's a really a big evidence and proof of Judah and the existence of Israel uh, several centuries before the time of Jesus Christ. So let's take a look. We're just going to look on Wikipedia because they do a really good job of just having a little overview about it and uh, without trying to get into books and that type thing. So I'll They've got some pictures here, reverse of a Yehud coin from the Persian era. This is the Achaemenid era. This would be Esther and uh, Nehemiah's time frame. So you're looking 5th century B.C. And then a silver drachma, probably struck by the Persian administration in Jerusalem in the 4th century B.C. That's 300, probably around the time of Malachi. The coin shows a deity seated on a winged wheel, often in per interpreted as a depiction of Yahweh, Yahu, Y-H-U, excuse me, Y-A-H-U, which, if that's the case, that would be interesting. You know, maybe some correlation with Ezekiel there. But, you know, the first, second, third commandments, uh, maybe not should do that. A verse of a Judean silver you had coined from the Persian era it's 0.58 grams, so it's extraordinarily small, obviously. Because in like an ounce, 26 grams, so this is, you know, 52nd of a gram or something. With falcon or eagle and Aramaic inscription, YHD, which is Judea. The denomination is M-A apostrophe A-H. I wonder if that's not a mena mentioned in scripture. Then an example of the Hezekiah the governor coin, this is from 350 B.C., it's probably during the silent period. The image of Hezekiah with the Persian title governor or satrap and the Hebrew inscription is Hezekiah the Piha. And so then another coin, Athenian silver, 450 BC. This is definitely the time of uh, Malachi, Nehemiah, that time period. The type of coin widely imitated in Judea in Egypt around 400 B.C., helmeted head of Athena, right, Al, standing right, that Al. That's like a very famous, even like some secret societies in the 1700s used that as a, a deal. In Judea, the olive sprig of the Athenian coin was replaced by the lily, and instead of the Greek Athens, the Hebrew letters Y-H-D, Judea, were used. So, very interesting, and uh, let's see a little bit of what it has to say about it here. The Yehud coinage is a series of small silver coins bearing the Aramaic inscription Yehud. Now, remember, okay, Israel has gone probably in this order, there's some dispute on this, but Paleo-Hebrew to Ezra combining uh, Paleo-Hebrew with Aramaic making what we would call Hebrew today with some slight differences. They derive their name from the inscription YHD, and again, that's mostly 
I'm looking at it here in Paleo Hebrew or uh, the combination Paleo Hebrew Aramaic, Yehud, the Aramaic name of the Akamid Persian province of Yehud. Others are inscribed with YHDH, the same name in Hebrew. So the YHD coins are believed to date from the Persian period. On the other hand, it's possible that the YHDH coins are from the following Ptolemaic period. And Ptolemy would have been one of the four generals that after Alexander the Great died in 323 BC, who took over what's pretty much modern-day uh, Egypt. And then, of course, you had another dynasty to the north of that, and Israel was caught in the middle. And that's really Daniel 11 tells a lot about that. So Mildenberg dates Yehud coins from the early 4th century B.C. to the reign of Ptolemy I, 312 to 285 B.C., well, Mashur believes there was a gap during Ptolemy first time that the mining resumed during Ptolemy II and continued into Ptolemy III. Although this has been questioned, the earlier coins were almost certainly produced in imitation of Athenian coins and were used locally as a small change to supplement the larger denominations from the more centralized mints elsewhere in the region. A lot of these coins were probably minted in Jerusalem, which is interesting. Because, you know, like during Jesus' time, time of Pilate, like you even had standards, the Roman Legion would put their standards out on like the Fortress Antonia, Jews riot. You just don't do that. So the use of figure art, unlike later Jewish coinage, Yehud coins depict living creatures, flowers, and even human beings. During the first temple period, figure art was frequently used, centralized cherubim over the Ark of the Covenant, the 12 oxen that spore the giant laver in front of Solomon's temple, etc., even sewn into the veil. That's and carved into certain things. Thus, it's likely the Yehud coins are continuing the use of figure art from the previous period. The traditional religious prohibition against graven images was probably seen as relating only to idolatrous images rather than the purely decorative, even though it has been noted that Israel, you know, doesn't have a lot of you know, artwork, it, you know, it's a little different than Greece. Even though there's a huge, there was apparently a lot of intermixture between Hebrews and Greece. Probably need to do some type of podcast on that because even their alphabets are almost identical Paleo-Hebrew and Greek, not modern Hebrew. Various human images are also portrayed. Some coins bear images of Persian rulers. The identity of other human images are not always clear. Some of them may even be images of Jewish leaders, such as temple priests. One coin depicts an enthroned deity claimed by some experts to be Yahweh, while this is disputed by others. It's been suggested recently this coin was actually minted in Samaria and depicts Samarian Yahweh, quite possible, and the Sumerians use some off-branch of Paleo-Hebrew. So uh, the coin features in chronology. The coins from the Persian period tend to be inscribed in Aramaic square script or Paleo-Hebrew. There we have it. And use the Aramaic spelling of the province's YHD, while those coins from the Ptolemaic Hellenistic, Greece in Greek is Hellene, or maybe earlier, are inscribed in Paleo-Hebrew script and usually spell Judea in various ways, three different ways, including YHW. DH, which I'm not sure I've ever seen that. Recent study by the uh, Yehoshua Zitnik attempts to relate 
I'm going to repeat that sentence. Recent study by, not the, Yehoshua Zitnik. It's by Yehoshua Zitnik. Attempts to relate different kinds of coins and the specifics of their manufacture to the changing political situation in Judea, 4th century B.C. He deals with different coin types and with such unusual phenomenon as minting only on one side of the coin and seemingly deliberate flaws on certain dies. According to Zitnik, I hope I'm pronouncing that name right. These and other features can clarify the political state of affairs in Judea, such as independence, autonomy, and transition period. Zitnik also does a comparison of Yehud coins with contemporary coins from various neighboring mints, such as Samaria, Edom, and Sidon. So according to him, the first minting of Yehud coins began around 400 B.C. So this would have been Persian because it wasn't until Alexander the Great conquered Persia in, when it's, that's all prophesied in the Bible, by the way, Daniel 8, in about uh, 330 B.C., thereabouts. So uh, they were under the influence of contemporary Egyptian revolts against Persia. These were small silver coins called abols, imitating the Athenian model, the coins that were quite common in Egypt at the time. Such coins were most commonly used coins in circulation in Philistia, Judea, and Edom at the time. When the Persians reconquered the area in 360 BC, they gave permission for further minting of similar silver coins under their own governors. And this continued under the Ptolemies as well. And so Mildenberg divides the Persian period Yehud coinage into three groups. An early group of poorly defined coins with the head of Athena on the obverse with her owl on the reverse with the inscription of YHD in Paleo-Hebrew. The second group are more clearly defined and depict a lily and an Egyptian falcon and the head of Persian king in inscription YHD. The third group was the Hebrew inscription Hezekiah the governor. All these coins have been found in the area of Judea. And so they're approximately 58 grams as a mayah and approximately 29 grams, half that much as a half mayah, a chatzemayol. These coins might have been minted in the first 40 years of the Second Temple era, which, boy, debate on that. The early uh, 500s into the 400s, this would have been the prophesying of Haggai, Zechariah, and, and on. Um, for larger coinage, I used Persian coinage, Persian Derek and the Sigloi, then Greek Alexander and the Empire coins, like the drachma and the tetra drachma. Isn't that a 10 drachma coin, tetra? But I don't remember. But, uh, you know, and that's, it's been said when Alexander the Great invaded the Holy Land, the uh, priest showed him in Daniel 8, here you are. So I think that's pretty fascinating. So God bless you. Thank you so much for being here. And uh, share with your friends, family, church family. Join us daily, subscribe, leave us five-star review, helps people find us, put it on social media, help us out. God bless you. We love you. Bye-bye.